Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Eagle Community Church of Christ. This is John Gunter. Well, this week we do something a little different. We move out to a little community building in the uh, town of Cove. And because of this, the audio is not going to be great. I have tried to kind of amplify that so you could hear it, but there will be some, some extra noise and distractions because, well, the microphone, we didn't have a microphone, so it wasn't attached to me, and so you catch a lot of other things. But this week we talk about Moses. This is uh, uh, kind of a contrast to Joseph in how uh, Moses kind of goes through some uh, way different things than Joseph. But uh, to me, jo- uh, Moses's life is something that we can really relate to. And so with that, I-, I think it's a great study. So hope you enjoy it. Hope you can hear it. Uh, again, we want to invite you to come see us anytime. Have a good one. But Moses is a man used by God. 
And something we can't overlook and we can't skim past is that God used this man who was a murderer. Did you catch that in your story this week? It's almost like we, we kind of skip over and get to the good part. Let me see where the, the Red Sea, or the Red Sea, if you, you catch the footnotes there, is parting. But Moses sees this man attacking another fellow Hebrew, and he kills him. And you think, man, how could God use a guy like that? And Tyler's, uh, his, his comments this morning were spot on. To think about how could God use a man like that? And to think about all the things that I have. Jesus didn't deserve all of that. I did, right? And the things that I carry with me. And to think about Moses is used by God and he killed someone. Probably most of you haven't done that yet. I don't know how the car ride over here went. But God still used it. And another thing that, that kind of sets, sets the tone for me about Moses' life is, if you put the scripture up there, is this scripture here. As uh, God starts talking to Moses, Moses has this response. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. And so God comes to this man and says, you're going to be my mouthpiece, Pharaoh. And Moses looks around like we often do and says, who, who me? You must be thinking about somebody else. And if you know the whole story, Moses tries to pawn it all air, right? Who you really want is my brother. Now the question I have for you this morning is, do you think God knows what he's doing? Do you think God knows what he's doing? Because each week, uh, especially if you're in our small groups, I've, I've kind of thrown out questions. What is God trying to get you to do that you're scared to do? What reasons uh, do you have for the things God is asking you to do for telling God no? I am not good enough. I am not eloquent. I am slow of speech. Man, the way that we can stand in the way of God. God knows what he's doing. I've shared my story many times. It's only the only way I know how to share it. Uh, a lot of times when you look at someone who is a public speaker, you think, man, they just must be gifted. They've always been able to do it. Not a chance. I told you, when I used to uh, do communion, I didn't even have to pray. And I was sitting on the front row, just I knew how many songs we had. Now, we didn't keep it, you know, keep people guessing as much back then. We had three songs, and we knew, you know, with that third song. And I'd look down, and my hand would just be shaking, just because I was going to stand up here and keep my head bowed for a few minutes. And I would have told God, absolutely not. But that is not the story that, that God asked us to, uh, to answer and to give him a no on. What we learn through the, really through all the biblical characters, because God uses flawed people, is not that you stand here and say, hey, I am a flawed person. God, you can't use me. But the thing is, is to look at all these people and say, what's, what's the common factor? It is that they were obedient. And finally, Moses, 
Uh, how many of you are hard-headed like Moses? <laughs> yeah, right? Like Moses keeps wrestling with this. Moses keeps telling God no. And then all of a sudden you see, all right, Moses is talking to Pharaoh. Moses is doing that. But, but the thing is, even if you're that kind of person, if you're hard-headed and wrestling with God, God still wants to use you. He wants you to be obedient and say yes, but God is going to work through you. It is not about your perception of your ability. It is what God can do with an obedient person. It is what God can do with someone who says yes. And if we would get out of our own way, you imagine the ways God would bless us. God would use us. For some of you, that might scare the pants off of you this morning. Because I'm comfortable right now. And a lot of times that comfort of where I am holds us back from where God wants you to be. Because the growth means that you're going to have to change some things. The growth means that you're going to have to confront some things about yourself. The growth means I'm going to have to be uncomfortable for a little while. But that's what God wants because he has something greater for you than maybe you even see inside yourself. What we see, I think, around us uh, right here in our culture today is, is really a, a church that's scared to step out. Don't change anything. It's kind of our, our motto. We don't want to, don't want to change anything. Just keep it the same. Don't, ask, don't challenge me. Don't step on my toes. Don't ask me to do something different. But God has called us to something way greater than we have, we have really stepped up to. And so in the life of Moses, what you get is a man who was raised very well. I mean, it starts out, his life is uh, in, in the hands of a basket. And God blesses him to be raised in the family he is raised in. I, I kind of feel like Moses says, you know, I'm adopted. And so to me, it almost, you, you can choose two things. Either God was over my adoption or it was sheer chance that I was raised by a Christian family. I choose to believe that God was over that. And so I see that. I kind of connect with that. And Moses was blessed in this family. He, he's raised to be a, a, a fine man. But he still has faults. He still has mistakes. He murders someone and God still uses him. He tells God, no, I can't speak very well. You want somebody else. And God still uses him. He leads the people out of Egypt. Even having a problem striking the rock when God told him not to. Or God told him to speak. God still uses him. Now there are consequences for his actions. But he was still used as a leader of the Hebrew God. So what is it that God wants to use you to do? So many times we're all, we're looking to the other person. We're just like Moses when God calls on us to lead our family, to talk to our neighbors or to influence people around us. And God's saying, man, you, you, you're the perfect person for that. And we're doing just like Moses going, you must be talking to someone else. Because I don't know enough. I'm not perfect. I don't have it together. And you think God says, oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> God says, yeah. And I do. I just put your name to me and be obedient to me and see what we can do together. And so this morning, I just want to encourage you. 
Because as, as we preach on something like this, I know that if you're listening, if your heart is open, you know that thing that God is calling you to do. You know that person right now that God is calling you to talk to. And you're either trying to shut it out and act like it's not happening, or you're going to step into it and say, okay, God, what can you do? Not what can I do, not how great can I be, but how great can God be just because I said yes, and I'm going to do it. That's the proper perspective. So church, let me just encourage you this morning to step out in faith, to say yes to God. Again, not in I have the ability and I am the perfect person. Thank you, God. I'm glad you finally noticed me. To say yes, God, I come before you, warts and all. Use it. God will. God will bless this church to, to greater things than we can ever even imagine. Do you believe that? If we really believe that, let's do it. There's no sense in coming and talking about it. Let's do it. So that's our that's my encouragement for you this morning. Uh, if you have any needs, we're going to have a song of invitation. George is going to lead us. Love to pray with you. If you don't want to get close to me, I'll let George pray with you. That is fine. Uh, make things right with God uh, this morning. You can stay seated as we, as we sing.